Brian. Yeah. It's week one, week three, not one. It's week three now. Um, you had a rough week. <laughs> yeah. Mine wasn't much better. Mine might have been more painful, to be honest with you, because you had time to like work through and accept your feelings by like mid Sunday. I had to sit with that until Monday night, only yeah. to get completely and totally blue balled. You're right. I would probably. It, it was not fun. That would, that would be much worse. Like you had moved on by Monday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It was done. Yeah. But it's anyway. So I, had, just, I had the slightest hope that Jericho could get 40 points. <laughs> yeah. No, that was Kamara, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No shit. Wrong, wrong saint. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll just go ahead and bust through the, the weekly. What is it? The weekly report. So best manager went to Devin with 121 points, 95% of their perfect possible lineup. Well done. Uh, worst manager, Noah, make better decisions. Uh, biggest blowout was Arbs and uh, Bass. Arbs almost scored 200 points. Good lord. Like, that's just a lot. And McCaffrey got hurt, which is crazy. I say he paid the price for it. Though. He did pay the price. Make a deal <laughs> with the devil. Um, he got upset about people dunking on him, so I guess this is that monkey's paw curling or whatever. I guess so. Something like that. Um, and then narrowest victory was Thomas against me by literally like 0.8 points. So that that like hurt me in my soul, especially to see Jalen Rashard like have this like little fucking ten yard scamper <laughs> that I was like watching the game and I was like. Josh Jacobs yep. would have like done that in literally less than half the time. Yep. And it's, it yeah, was I, would say, I was watching the game and I I literally said out loud to my roommate, Oh, Nick's pissed right now. I was furious. <laughs> I, I I actually screamed in my apartment. Um highest scorer was Arbs, obviously. One hundo. Yeah, Two almost hundo. hundo. Lowest scorer was you with one oh seven point nine. Yeah. Uh, overachiever was Arbs with 199. Below expectation was actually Noah at 112. So somehow not you, even though you're the lowest scorer, which is weird. But is he had a higher projection, I guess. Yes, that's kind of how that works. It's like if no, so since Noah was projected higher than you, but still, like he was further away from his projections. Yeah. That's how that happened. Uh, QB of the week was Dak Prescott. No. Uh, RB of the week was Aaron Jones. Yikes. Wide receiver of the week was Calvin Ridley. Tight end of the week was Tyler Higby. Kicker, Young Way Koo. Defense of the week was Tampa Bay. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I hope so. You're right. The Tampa Bay Gronkineers. Thank you. There you go. Um, <laughs> then QB bench warmer of the week was Cam Newton. RB bench warmer of the week was Leonard Fournette. Uh, wide receiver bench warmer of the week was Julian Edelman. Uh, tight end bench warmer of the week, Mike Gesicki. Defensive bench warmer of the week was the Denver Broncos with six, which I don't know if you call that a bench warmer so much as it, it was just happened to be the one on the bench. Okay. Okay. All righty. So now we're going to jump into waivers. Uh, so to start everything off, De- De- or sorry, not Devin, Evan picked up Devontae Freeman. Um, I... Solid pickup. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't hate it. I don't like it necessarily. I mean, just because I think he'll be fine. He's not going to be Saquon. Like, it, well, I mean, no, like, he's not going to be Saquon. But you're you're not expecting him to be Saquon. You're expecting him to pick up whatever kind of workload he can get. Yeah, because he's not going to probably do anything this week. But he's definitely like give him a one, give him one week. He might get put in there this week, but give him one week, and he's going to be. They're going to do 
their running backs are going to be pass catching backs. It's not like because if Saquon Barkley can't run between the tackles and that offensive line, I am not expecting Devontae Freeman to do that. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was telling my buddy the other day is, uh, you know, I've seen what Devontae Freeman can do without an offensive line, and it ain't all that special. No. So, I mean, like, I'm not expecting it to be any better on New York, but it's a good it's a good waiver wire pickup. Yeah. Uh, Bass picked up Daryl Henderson. I personally think it's a good pickup. I like, don't. I mean, I hear you with the three-headed monster and everything, but I think that in short term that that is a good pickup in case you want to throw him in your flex spot. He could possibly get you 30, 20 points. Like, I mean, I, guess, I hear what you're saying, but, like, my thing is that, like, I stay away from backfields – that week one player, or so it was like week one is Malcolm Brown. He goes off for twenty five points, and then week two, Daryl Henderson goes off for twenty six points or whatever it is. And I'm just, I'm always kind of like, so like, why was it him this week? You know, like what was the decision? It's not because yeah. Malcolm Brown didn't get hurt; like he was healthy. So it's I. I hear what you're saying. I don't. I, I don't want that question mark on my roster. I understand, but he also dropped him for a guy that got hurt, and so it's not. Like, I mean, Tevin. Yeah, Coleman, but I Tevin, guess I was, you know Coleman will be back. I hear you. But we'll, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see. You picked up Johnny Smith. I like the pickup. I I don't think that Johnny Smith is going to have 15 plus point weeks every week. But you dropped Benny Snell for him, who literally had negative fantasy points. So all in all, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a solid pickup. Yeah. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, or sorry, Thomas picked up Jarek McKinnon for and dropped Corton Sutton. Corton Sutton's out for the season, which is why I like this pickup. Yeah. I actually like Jarek McKinnon as a player because, as you know, he went to Georgia Southern, and uh, obviously that, that gives me a, a slight bias to the guy. But also, when he was with the Vikings, and I want to say he was with AP at the Vikings, mm-hmm. they had like that whole thunder and lightning tandem, which is kind of the first time we'd really seen like the big back, big pounding back paired with light, you know, very agile, fast back, you yeah. know? And so – and he, he excelled in that uh, run scheme. And so Shanahan obviously likes to run the ball and is obviously very good with the run game, and that is a very good run, rushing team. So as long as Jarek is the starter – As long as he can he, stay – yeah, if he's just the starter, he's going to do well. If he's the starter because the other two are hurt, yeah. then he will continue, I think, to at least produce to some level. Yeah. I, I don't know. He stays healthy. That's the, there's always been a slight with him just because he's a smaller guy. I don't think. But. Well, maybe. I guess we can't say he hasn't, but it's it. We'll see. We'll just see how he goes. He did well when he was on the field. Yeah. Uh, Mike Davis. Noah picked up Mike Davis. Um, dropped Saquon Barkley. Ouch, Noah. I am very sorry. Yeah, losing Sa- losing <laughs> losing Saquon for the entire season in week two is rough. That's a bummer. That's a big bummer. That's you, all. You, you were kind of clicking there, bud. Yeah. Um, but Mike Davis, solid pickup, um, uh, short-term pickup, but I think he's going to catch. He's going to catch a lot of balls out of the backfield with um, Bridgewater because Bridgewater loves that check down. Um, yeah, if, he, if he's not, you know, bombing it to Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore. Um, but most of the time he really he's is a bomb down. it though. Like if you watch Teddy and, yeah. the, and the Panthers play, like they really are like a very much so. He's been taking the ball. Yeah. Like we're not. He's they they, they don't throw that bomb downfield very often because Teddy's not that kind of that kind of player. He's very much so the guy that's, I'm going to take the free yards. Mm-hmm. If you give me three, I'm going to take three. If you give me eight, I'm going to take eight. Yep. If, if Robbie Anderson is, you know, a Why shot downfield, the, yeah. then sure, like he'll take it. But eight. he takes the freebies. Anyway, I think you're right. Mike Davis is a good uh, like three-week pickup or whatever. Um, you picked up A.J. Green and dropped Christian Kirk. I sure did. And I don't blame you. I Here's the thing. We're going to see if he here's keeps the, it up. But. I understand that he hasn't had great weeks yet. 
Week one looked okay. He had nine targets, five receptions for 50 yards. Okay? That is an okay stat line. Mm-hmm. Second week, it looked bad, yeah. but it doesn't tell the full story. He had 13 targets, three receptions, and 29 yards. 13 targets? If he caught, if he caught half of those, he would have, like, doubled his current point total. Okay? So I, I am banking on the idea that Burrow is going to get better, Green's going to get back in playing, playing form, and then that connection is going to be there, and I'm I'm looking at a ten plus point wide receiver. I think that's the big thing to say is that there are there are numbers there, and uh, AJ hasn't looked looked AJ yet. But we're also talking a guy that's been riddled with injuries. Oh, that's what I was about to say. He's thirty one years old, or he's like, going to get hurt in the first play of this Philly game, and I'm going to drop him. Like well, it's let's that's, not, well, let's not wish ill upon him, but I don't. But that's what I'm saying is like that's an entirely possible scenario. Agreed. Um, Devin with Corey Davis and dropping Sammy Watkins. Guess you didn't really like Sammy there, but I tried to warn. <laughs> I tried to warn. <laughs> Don't ever buy into the Sammy Watkins week one. You just can't. Corey Davis is a good pickup, though. Corey Davis is a good pickup. Especially with A.J. Brown out. Uh, I think he's still going to get a little bit of work there, too. The, the passing, like with Jonah Smith, um, there's going to be uh, – the passing game is going to be interesting to see, especially with Derrick Henry in the backfield. But Ryan Tannehill is tearing it up, so I actually like that. The question for me becomes – so, like, Corey Davis and Johnny Smith, they both look great. But when A.J. Brown gets back, he was the clear number one last year. Oh, game. yeah. So, like, my question is how much value will they hold when he gets back? My genuine thought is that Johnny is going to go into irrelevance and Corey Davis will hold, like, flex value. And then A.J. Brown will become the wide receiver two slash one that he was projected to be at the beginning of the season. Yeah. That's my general opinion on it. I don't know. I could be wrong. It's gonna, I think that I, I love watching the Titans right now just because they got, well, for one thing, they have an incredible defense. And then you don't really know. Where, I didn't really think they would be passing the ball, but it's showing that they got a lot of weapons that you wouldn't expect them to have. Yeah, imagine that when you put a decent quarterback behind that offensive line <laughs> and give him time to throw. Things happen. For those of you who don't know, I have been trying to tell people that Marcus Mariota is a trash fucking quarterback for years. And now he's backing up Derek Carr. Also a trash fucking quarterback. I wouldn't call it Derek Carr a trash quarterback. He was an MVP contention a couple years ago. And that Monday night game. What's he, he done since then? This Monday, past Monday night okay, game. thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's be clear about something. Derek Carr did not do anything in this past Monday what night game. What are you talking game. about? He threw for three touchdowns. Yeah. And 12 times to Darren Waller. Like, three yards off the line. Darren Waller did all the fucking work. That's, like, literally the worst argument ever. Because you could literally say that if A.J. Green had caught all 13 passes, then it would be the A.J. Green show. It's not like Joe Burrow wasn't passing on the ball. Okay, yeah, but no, that's that's an accurate statement. Like, you're just full of crap. (laughs) That's fine. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. I still think Derek Carr is trash. Um, But he's tired of being disrespected, so we'll see if he... He follows through. Anyway, you picked up LaVisca Chenault. I'm certain I said that wrong. Um, he's pretty close. He's on Jacksonville. I think it's a decent enough pickup, especially with um, DJ Shark being questionable this week. I don't I don't really know how much season-long value he has. I, I just I think it's a very interesting pickup. I was reading up on him. I didn't. I haven't watched a ton of the Jacksonville games, but I saw enough of the clips that I know that he's getting a good, a good amount of work. So, Yeah, I mean, he's, he's you know – Jacksonville's weird, man. They are. They're weird. like they're somehow winning, or at least keeping things close. I don't know. Did they win this week? 
Yeah. Uh, no, they lost to they lost to Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, close they kept it close. Yeah. But that's the thing is that they're, they're always that's the reason I like Jacksonville receivers is because Gardner looks good and um. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Gardner looks good, and they're always playing from behind. You know, so they're, they're always going to be throwing the ball. So, I, you know, I like it. Uh, and Keel Harry got picked up by Devin, uh, dropped Mike Williams. Uh, Thomas picked up Deshaun, dropped Scott Miller. Then. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah, I missed Thomas. Uh, but, yeah, picked up DJX. I like it. I don't know why he picked up Potty Miller. Um, <laughs> yeah, I said it. Potty Potty Miller. Miller. Uh, Nikhil Harry uh, pickup by Devin is good. Um, I like it. Yeah. I mean, he was a rookie last year. He didn't really have a chance to show out. And now Cam is feeding him the ball. All right. So the rest of this is actually going to be free agency moves that happen after waivers, but it's whatever. Um, Thomas dropped Malcolm Brown, picked up Dalton Schultz. Why not? Dalton Schultz has had a couple of good weeks. Uh, Malcolm Brown, I have already said I don't want anything to do with that backfield. All right, now at least. Uh, Bash picked up Keelan Cole and Sterling Shepard. Solid pickup. And dropped Sterling Shepard. I also agree it's a solid pickup. Um, uh, Gardner is spreading the ball around. So all of those receivers are flex-worthy. Um, Devin went ahead and went and did his second mass exodus. So Yeah, Devin dropped Chase Edmonds and picked up Joshua Kelly. Uh, I'm a little jealous of him there because I kind of wanted to grab Joshua Kelly. But I, I, didn't, I didn't feel comfortable dropping anybody on my uh, roster for him. Um, then Devin dropped Paris Campbell, who got injured. He's on IR for at least, so he's out for at least three weeks. Um, picked up Brandon, picked Cooks. Up Brandon Cooks. Did Cooks have a good week last week? Yeah, he had a pretty good week. He's actually coming around okay. just uh, because uh, Will Fuller got hurt. So Yeah, and he was also hurt week one as well. He's dealing yeah. with a hamstring issue. Or, sorry, quad issue, now that I'm reading this. He was... He had a quad issue in week one that apparently cleared up, and then, like you said, Will Fuller got hurt. Uh, we'll see if he can keep that up in Houston. I have my doubts, personally. Uh, Dion Lewis uh, was his next pickup and dropped Sonny Michelle. Um, sure. But I, I, somebody in New York is going to get those touches. Sure. And uh, Dion Lewis had a decent week last week, 15 points. So well, that's a pretty good week. We'll see. Yeah. Well, some. Like I said, somebody's going to get the touches, and whoever does is going to have some genuine fantasy value. Yep. Uh, how much you can rely on that fantasy value, I don't know. Yeah. But somebody will. Anyway, uh, also a trade went through. It's my trade. I gave Kevin Miles Gaskin the running back for um, Miami. Miami, and I got Robbie Anderson. Yeah. So, just the, those are the moves made in the in the week. Okay, so you want to move on to surprises for the week? Yeah, might as well. All right. So for me, uh, mine was Michael Gallup for for my personal roster. I was uh, surprised that in the in what I what I expected to be a shootout and turned out to be a shootout, Michael Gallup still didn't even break ten points. It was very surprising to me. And I mean, real realistically speaking, even Amari Cooper was a little bit um, underutilized. In that game, because I just I I don't know how Dallas came back because it didn't really seem like they were passing all that much, to be honest. <laughs> it's beyond me. All I know is that uh, we decided to stall out. We stalled out the third, or Falcons, I should say. We 
the Falcons stalled out in the third and then scored 10, po- 10 more points um, in the fourth quarter. So, you know, when you uh, decide not to uh, want to know the rules of onside kicks, uh, that tends to dampen your favor of winning. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it anymore. Um, my, what was, Did I have any surprises for you? Uh, I don't like I, you know, I don't like doing the hurt because Devonte Adams getting only six. I mean, points, yeah, like I was, but, it's, um, uh, but yeah. you know, Devonte Adams only getting six points that hurts. Um, yeah, but, I mean, when you have when you have a receiver that goes in your one or your second pick, first or second pick, and they don't get fifteen points minimum, they're always going to hurt that week. It doesn't matter if they're hurt or not; it's always going to hurt you. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just looking at it. Like even the six points I saw, it was a hamstring thing. I was like, all right, whatever. Like it's he, the thing. The good thing is that he tried to come back in the second half. And they basically said no. It did, and then this week they're saying that he's questionable to return, and now I'm terrified. But <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. Uh, my week for Thomas uh, last week. Biggest surprise for me for him was Naeem Hines. After a 23-point game last week and what we all thought was going to be them just feeding him receiving work turned into one reception for, for four yards. It was yeah. very surprising to me. Uh, they leaned into Jonathan Taylor the whole way. Yeah. So um, uh, I guess smart on his part. for I was going to say Jonathan Taylor just to say the latter. Like, wasn't expecting that. Um, yeah. Like, I, I could have seen like 10 points out of Jonathan Taylor, but not the, not the day that he had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jonathan 26, Taylor. 26 carries for 101 yards. He, yeah, he, he looks legit. Yeah. He looks like a legitimate uh, NFL running back. But I digress. Uh, next up, I have Bass. And the biggest surprise from he, for him was Brady. Because I told Bass, we had had the conversation of, you know, he couldn't decide if he was going to start Brady or whoever his other running or, uh, quarterback, Deshaun. And I told him, like, you know, Deshaun's probably going to have a, a lesser week this week because he's facing Baltimore, and that Baltimore defense is really good. I would probably start Brady because I thought Carolina's defense really not that great. And in truth, I was right, but Brady also still somehow managed to have a shitty week. Well, it doesn't help when you have one interception and one fumble as well. Yeah, turnover is not normally an issue with Brady. Um but I it just – it threw for 217 yards and a touchdown, which most of the time you'd be kind of looking at got that going, all right, that was – that's not the week I wanted you to have, but that's, you know, a decent enough week. I mean, I mean Deshaun had a relatively similar stat line, but, you know, I, the two turnovers definitely did not help. Also, Leonard Fournette breaking that big ass was like 70-yard run, 80-yard uh, run. Yeah. That, that definitely hurt Brady. If that had been a little touch pass. Yeah. Just kind of – Brady needs to – Modernize. They got to do a little touch pass now. Get them stats up. Buddy. Yeah, uh, I'd probably go with Allen Robinson. Um, it's which is actually funny because there's only really two people on Bass's team you really could have said I was surprised at. Um, this everybody week. else played pretty well. Um, everybody else played really well. Um, I guess maybe Kareem Hunt, but Allen Robinson's definitely that one. Just because you know he's the best receiver on Chicago, and that's not that's not that's a no doubter. Um, he's in ta- he's a talent, um, and it's. It just sucks. I mean, he got nine targets. Got nine targets only through a I mean, you say it's a surprise, but for me, it's not necessarily a surprise just because Allen Robinson is the best wide receiver on a bad team or a, bad a team was bad de- or a bad quarterback play. Yes. So his talent will only take him so far because if Trubisky is throwing the ball four yards over his head, what is he going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, if Foles comes in, maybe the quarterback play increases. Maybe it doesn't. Honestly, who knows? 
Um, so then, yeah, moving on from him, I got Arbs. And the, uh, my surprise for Arbs was Waller. 12 receptions for Darren Waller. What the fuck? Yeah, not surprised, honestly. When he took him in the draft, I was kind of ticked because I was wanting him to drop, but I have I, I should have known better that he wasn't going to drop far enough. I mean, okay, but here's the thing. like, I'm not surprised that Darren Waller is a good fantasy tight end, but 12 receptions is wide receiver one numbers. You're right. And honestly, he looks like a wide receiver when he runs down. He's part of the fastest tight ends in the league. On I top mean, of that, he's six six. But the thing is that, like, you have Brian Edwards, who is a pretty highly touted rookie. You got Hunter Renfro, who you know didn't do nothing last year, and Henry Ruggs. Why? How is it that your tight end is the one that's showing out in the passing game? It doesn't make much sense. To me. They just leave him up in the flats, and when you're when you're as fast as he is and as big as he is, that is something he can do whatever he wants. That is something that a lot of people were saying after the game is that you know it was very clear that the Saints were so focused on stopping Josh Jacobs, which yep. they did. <laughs> um, that they forgot to stop everybody else yeah. because that's what allowed Derek Carr to deal is that everybody was keying so in on uh, Josh Jacobs that it was just – he was kind of just like, all right, yeah, go ahead and chase that asshole. I'm going to put this uh, ball right in a bucket about five yards down the field for Darren Waller, and then Waller's going to run for 27 yards. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say my surprise personally, just just because of the sheer numbers is Aaron Jones. Yeah. Um, it's You know, he did one of these games last year too, um, but – 45 fucking points in a one week of fantasy. Sorry, that that's a surprise. Nobody does that. Maybe quarterbacks that just decide to go off. But running back, <laughs> 18 carries for 168 yards, two touchdowns, four receptions for 68 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, I would call that a solid week. A solid week. Solid week, yeah. Um, all right, so moving on. Next up is Devin and... Kamara, duh. <laughs> yeah. 38 points. Just Jesus Christ. It was the New Orleans Kamaras on Monday. Which is so funny because Noah had that game won. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he totally did. Like, it was like, I mean, Devin said in the group, he's like, oh, I still have a chance. And like, I kind of giggled to myself. But I was like, looking, I was like, yeah, like, you've got the Saints defense and Kamara. And so, like, I guess if you get a big game from the Saints and they get like 15 points and then. You know, Kamara gets another 20, then like, yeah, you could totally win it. But then it was just like, nah, fuck it. Kamara was just like, I'm going to go ahead and take this team to the top. I was like, get on the wagon. Let me just pull you across real quick. (laughs) That was just incredible. But uh, who was yours? It's Kamara. Uh, By the way, same reason. That's 38 points. You can't can't do that. Yeah. And then for me, for Noah's side, it was Tyler Boyd. Um, I know Tyler Boyd is a good receiver, and I know that he he has a decent volume receiver but 20 points are right, this uh, he's on his bench by the way gotcha. uh, he, he didn't start him um i i was just i i didn't think that uh that was within his range of outcomes really i guess the touchdown helped him a little bit but still it was just i was not expecting that out of tyler boyd yeah no i tried to tell you tyler boyd's a good receiver and i never said he was bad eh, but you was, you weren't very high on him in fantasy and i said he's gonna be a good fantasy receiver. yeah because i said that aj green was gonna be the better receiver huh. and it's only week two only week two um I want biggest surprise slash disappointment, I guess, is just seeing Saquon Barkley hurt, man. Like, I just uh, – I, I hate it when good players get hurt. Like, truly generational guys just end up coming hurt, but I hope he comes back strong. Yeah, T's and P's to Arbs. Um, yeah. But 
So, yeah, now moving on. Uh, Kevin, my biggest surprise was actually another bench player, Robbie Anderson. And the reason – so that, that gives you a little insight as to why I traded for him. Um, but also, like, looking at, at Kevin's team – none of the numbers next to these players' names surprises me. You know what I mean? Like, seeing Lamar get 17 points, seeing Chubb 26, Gurley 6, Ridley 39. I mean, I guess that's probably the most surprising because I didn't think he'd be able to do it two weeks in a row. Um, 29, by the way. What did I say? 39. Oh, yes, 29, not 39. Um, DJ Moore getting 20. Like, all of these numbers, I'm kind of going like, yeah, sure. Like, all of this seems within the realm of possibilities. It's just – you just got unlucky, Ryan. Like, they just all hit. Honestly, I would – and personally, it's Calvin Ridley for me. Like, don't get me wrong. Knew Calvin Ridley was going to be a touchdown guy this year just because oh, just because Julio is going to bring that kind of attention to him and take that kind of attention off him. Mm-hmm. Dude, two straight games with 100 yards and, and two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Like, I, yeah, you're right. I would never have expected – I think you don't expect that from many people in no. general. I mean, like, you – there is there is I'm I'm not hundred percent certain, but I'm really confident that there's never been anyone that scored two touchdowns in every game of the season. Oh, I there's so uh, I, yeah, I have no idea. I would be very I mean, confident in saying that no one's ever scored thirty-two touchdowns in a in a season. Um, yeah, his team just went off. Like, there's only one person that didn't, and it was Todd Gurley. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, you just kind of got a bum deal out of this one, man, because it's like Julio was clearly hurt by that hammy. Yeah. Um, and I wish they would kind of just. I wish they would have sat him because then I could have t- put in Terry McLaurin, who had 25 points sitting right. on my bench. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so then, not that it would have really helped me all that much because Kevin did just kind of go off. I mean, yeah, like it's his team just going off like this. There was. There was nothing you really could have done. Like, this was just one of those weeks that, like, it, it was just – it wasn't destined to be. Nope. Uh, my biggest surprise on your side of the ball was T.Y. I'm leaving Julio out of this because of the hamstring. Yeah. Um, and I would, I'm would i saying T.Y. because I told you I wasn't high on T.Y. this year. Yeah. He is doing worse than I thought. Granted, again, it's week two. I'm not – I'm not – this is not me saying T.Y.'s dead, like he's yeah. not ever going to recover. But it it does feel like maybe him and uh, – uh, who am I Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, thank you. Don't quite have the clear connection that uh, him and Jacoby did. So, like yeah. – um, Look, man, it's – uh, it's a red flag for me already. Like I'm, I'm giving him one more week, and that's because he's playing the Jets. Um, and if you don't score more than ten points against the Jets, you're droppable. So like that's like he already had two favorable matchups because Minnesota's deep, their secondary is trash. Um, and then their first week against the Chargers, it wasn't exactly uh, they didn't play the Chargers. I, excuse me, they played um Jacksonville which is another team that was trying that you would suspect that would be very bad um and obviously gave up a lot of points but TY didn't get any of that production so it's something that uh yeah he, he's droppable if he doesn't score anything against the Jets yeah all right so then next up we got uh Evan and Shelby's matchup which was so Evan my biggest surprise was also somebody on his bench is James Robinson He's an undrafted free agent, and he plays for Jacksonville, and he scored 21 points last week. Evan's starting him now, and I don't know if I even blame him because that's two weeks in a row that this guy has looked like a starter in the NFL. You know, like I, 
I don't think he'll have 20 plus point weeks every week, but he looks good. He looks he looks like a good running back. So that's I didn't expect that. The rest of his team pretty much, you know, with the matchups they were facing, it's not overly surprising. You know. I think Zach Ertz is surprising to me, just in general. I think he's kind of, I think Ertz is getting a little bit of a bum deal in general from the Eagles. Um just because he was been so good with them lately. Um, but I mean, he's just not getting the production that I, I hear what you're saying, but I think deserves. people, people forget that like most tight end, this is what a, this is what a regular tight end week looks like because Zach Ertz gets a tight end this week or a touchdown rather gets a touchdown this week. And that's a, a 15 point game. And you're all, and you're looking at going, yeah, that's Zach Ertz. Yeah. But I mean, Philly's offensive line is garbage. Philly's wide receivers are all still hurt. And Carson Wentz is out there running for his life and kind of looks bad, to be honest with you. Yeah. Kind of doesn't look like he's playing great football. Um, so, I mean, five for seven for 42 yards, ah, it's not – it doesn't seem that crazy to me, I guess. But does seem crazy is Shelby's surprise of the week, which is Tyler Higby, with three fucking touchdowns. On five receptions. On just five receptions. 54, uh, 54 yards, excuse me. Yeah, that I just – Talk about red zone targets. Yeah, have yourself a fucking game, kid. Um, but yeah, so I think that's that's all I got for the surprises of the week. Yeah. Um, what do you want to get into next? You want to do mashups? You want to do? You want to eat some crow real fast? Yeah, we might as well make it Ryan's uh, eating crow. You have some apologies. I have some apologies to make, and we'll go ahead and start off with uh, Kevo. Kevin, your team's not bad. Your team's actually kind of good. Uh, you're two and zero. Oh. You kicked my ass. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, take it easy on me next time. Uh, the 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 uh, championship matchup was pretty good, um, other than the fact that you decided to just go yeet. Um, but, yeah, who else do I owe an apology to? Oh, Nick. Hi. Uh, Miles Sanders, okay at football. Yeah, pretty good at football, huh? Okay at football. I don't know, 19 points. Okay at football. It, okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. You're you're hurting this week. I'll, I'll allow you to have this moment. I feel like there was another apology you owed me. Am I just am I forgetting something? I'm not sure. I feel I like, like we, no, no, David Montgomery. Oh yeah. You said he was going to disappoint me in this draft. I did. And then what did he do this week? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he went off for Wait. about. He scored more than Miles Sanders, who you just said. Pretty okay at football. Pretty okay at football. I'll give DeMont uh, good at football. Okay. Okay. Is 20 the line? Is that where you have to? Yeah, I guess so. Is that the line you have to break to get to good at football? Got to get good at football. Okay, so 20 points. So if Miles Sanders scores 20 points next week, good at football. Good at football. Got Okay. As long as we understand. Setting the baseline. Setting the baseline. Hey, that's that's what consistency is. I owe somebody else an apology. Please let me know because it felt like I. Um, I'm gonna give a. I don't know if this is an apology, but I guess like I'll admit that Raheem Mostert is better than I thought to Devin. But the thing is, like, it, this feels hollow. You know, why does it feel hollow? Because he busted one 80 yard run and then got 12 yards after that, and, and then got hurt. But he still scored 90-something yards, 100-something yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, just two straight weeks of 20 points or so. No, it hasn't broken broken 20 points. No, that's not true. I take that back. He did break 20 points in week one. He broke 25 points. Then he got 18 points this week. 
So fine. Average is out fine. above 20. Fine. Good at football. Fine. <laughs> Say it. Sorry. There you go. Uh, I don't think I had any more apologies to make this week, but I'm certain someone will correct me. Do I get to rescind my apology over Mark, San- Mark Andrews? Because he no. only scored he, – he scored less than four points this week. No. Less than four. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. Now that you said it, you got to re-apologize. No, I don't. You wanted to rescind. I said, can I? I asked permission, and you told me no. That's not rescinding. That's asking if I can, if it's allowed. Asking's already doing that. It's not. It's not the same thing. He owes you an apology, Noah. I don't. I don't owe a second apology. I second apology. apology. Nope. Uh, anyway, so do we have any more to make? Do you have any more to make? Because I know that I feel like we're—I feel like you're forgetting. I one. feel like I'm forgetting one. I had a lot. <laughs> you said a lot of shit, and like I remember us talking on Sunday and just be like, "Dude, you have some apologies to make." Oh, let me look really quick. Um, oh, Arbs, your team's actually pretty good. Okay. Seeing how you almost scored 200 points, but um, I do not rescind the fact that only drafting two running backs is kind of biting you in the ass now. Um, but yes, yeah. Poor life choices. Poor life choices. Um, also anyway, so I think that's I think that's us eating our crow. And remember, guys, we're not the only ones that can call our shots here. Call in, let us know what you think. Call your shot for this week, or call your shot for this. Oh, actually, you know what? Evan had some things to say. Hang on, oh, I wrote gosh. this down. Actually, hang on. I got. Uh, so I guess we're transitioning to a little bit of a smack talk here. So I don't know if this counts, but we'll this see. counts as smack talk. So Evan had three important things that he wanted to say. These, <laughs> these are his predictions, and he says the first thing was that me Nick is going to have a bad back half of the season. Okay, he said that he predicts that you know. So I guess after week like six or seven, I'm going to start to kind of decline. Gotcha. Uh, and then he said that both of the Barts are going to make the playoffs. Okay. That's totally and then realistic. the third one is that I am literally going to get fucked. Hey, maybe you get lucky. So sodomy is – that was – Oh, he said he's going to fuck you? No, no, no. All – everyone. In the group me, his, his specific scenario was that I'm going to have a had, bad half of the season. Both of the Barts are going to make the playoffs. And then each of you are going to take turns literally fucking me. Yeah, Ev, I don't know. I don't know about that one, buddy. That's what he said. All right. Well, Evan's got a very um, flamboyant look, man. I don't judge. Uh, mine. I also do not consent. <laughs> you hear it here, folks. Does not consent. So, moving on, we can just go ahead and go. To, unless you have something to say, do you have some shit to talk? I feel like you should. Just no, no. I think I'm, I'm keeping my mouth quiet. I'm gonna play my game and we'll. Let's hope I win this week. All right, so yeah, let's move on to the matchups. Oh, wait. Okay, we're not moving on to matchups. No, Ryan does not. actually want to talk shit. No, 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 no. I have to eat a little bit more crow. Oh, good. Shelby, the Cowboys are kind of okay. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Shelby, the Cowboys are kind of okay. Come on. Shelby, the Cowboys are kind of okay. Okay, there. He said it, not me. Um... So now we're actually going to move on to matchups for the third time. Uh, so just starting from the top of my screen, I know that yours is a little bit different. Uh, it's mine and Kevin's matchup. I don't – I'm a Tampa Bay fan this week because he's got Noah Fan and Jerry Judy, and I have Tampa Bay's defense. So I have to hope that Tampa Bay 
dominates Jeff Driscoll and the Broncos. I'm sorry, is it Bortles starting? This? I don't know who's starting this week because they signed Bortles to a one a one year deal. We'll know by game time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to pull Tampa Bay out. They looked incredible last week. But anyway, so I'm a I'm a Tampa Bay fan this week, hoping that that ha- you know that Noah Fant and Jerry Judy get slowed down. I also have to hope that Chicago finds a way to slow down Calvin Ridley. Um, no one's found the secret sauce uh, this year so far, so well, I don't know. Julio Jones sits out, then it's kind of supposed to be the Calvin Ridley show. So. Granted, I will say this much. This is also our – this is the best secondary we will have faced this year. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. Because Seattle got absolutely dunked on by Cam. Yeah. And by us. And so – also, um, who else did we play? Dallas. Dallas got eaten alive by the uh, by the Rams, and their secondary got eaten alive by us. So, I mean, this will easily be the best secondary that we faced all year. So, I, I maybe this is the real test. Maybe this is where the maybe this is the true litmus test of is Calvin Ridley going to be a twenty plus point wide receiver? Yes. This will also be the test if uh, Arthur Blank truly is going to uh, fire Dan Quinn. Or is Dan Quinn just if we start this season some shit on Arthur Blank? <laughs> if we start this season 0-3, I'm going to claim Jacksonville until Dan Quinn is no longer the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. I don't blame you. Because I'm so f- fucking done with it. Anyway, that's not true. I'm a Falcons fan until I die. I can't I can't like go. It's like an abusive relationship where they're just like they just keep apologizing by bringing you gifts like Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones and Russell Gage. Todd Gurley. And Todd Gurley. And then they say, I'm sorry, I don't mean it. And then they blow it again. Yep. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, so I think I think we have a good matchup. And I think that – I legitimately think either one of us could win this. Uh, a big question mark for me is Devontae Adams. If Devontae Adams doesn't play, I'm in trouble. Yep. Uh, yeah, if Devontae Adams doesn't play, uh, I mean, you're looking at – more unless you already put him in. I mean, once that trade goes through, I basically put Robbie Anderson in there. That's the, that, that's kind of the plan. Is it you know and if, you get uh, DJ Moore doesn't get any production at all. Yeah, that would be the hope. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, I, I I hear you. Um, I think I mean I think every matchup can always be close. Um, but that 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 Monday night game is going to be so much fun to watch because Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson against Patrick Mahomes. I'm it's going to be incredible. I'm expecting a shootout. Um, I'm I'm not really expecting a grudge match to be honest with you. So I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I think we're going to see some actual like good classic, just genuine football. Yeah, yeah. I th- because I think Baltimore's defense is a buzzsaw. Yeah, I think that they are very very good. And I think that uh, Kansas City's defense is better than you give them credit for. Sure. Um, so I we'll see, man. I think this is gonna, you know, this is the unstoppable force versus the immovable object. Yeah. Type of situation. So, but we're gonna we're gonna see. It's gonna be interesting to see your and Kevin's matchup again because, you know, I'm rooting for you, Nick. <laughs> I reserve. I reserve to eat crow. Over over my shot with Kevin's team it, until he beats me. If he beats me, I have to, but oh, I'm not going to until he does. Yes. Um, next uh, one I have on my list is Arbs versus Noah. Arbs is in a bit of a tight spot because he did not draft a third running back 
So we have to figure out his running back situation before Sunday because he's obviously not going to drop Christian McCaffrey. And he hasn't seemed like he wants to drop anybody on his bench, but I also don't know what running backs are available that he would want to just plug in, you know? But it's going to be interesting. He's going to need to figure something out soon. Um, but, I mean, even if he just puts a serviceable running back in, I still think Noah wins this one. Um it does. It does seem Cardinals are going to play Detroit, and that secondary is hurting pretty bad, um, especially after what Aaron Rodgers did yeah. to him. Um, I would say, and Kyler Murray's on a tear. Kyler Murray is on a tear, and it's you know Cardinals' offense is uh, definitely carrying them right now, so they're playing pretty well. So I, I, I'm I'm putting no in on this one. Yeah, that's uh, I, I would I would not. I, I'm I'm having a hard time finding a good argument against Noah right now. I mean, but you, you gave Christian you put Christian McCaffrey back in uh, Arv's lineup. Yeah, I'm 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 having a hard time picking either of them. Right, right, but right. Christian McCaffrey not in there. It's kind of an easy pick for me. Yeah, I think. what are you gonna do? Yeah. All right. So next up is Will and Devin. Um, right now, looking at it for the first time, I it's a pretty even matchup. It is a pretty even matchup. Both very good. The big question is: Is Dion Lewis going to perform? Is if because that's who's got who's been plugged into Devin's lineup? Is if Dion Lewis comes out and he's just a PPR machine? Because I don't think he's going to get very good groundwork in. I just don't. Um, I'd agree. So we'll see. I mean, if I had to pick one, I'm probably going to go with Baskets' his first win this week. I'm doing the same. I because think. Travis Kelsey against Baltimore, I think he's going to have a big week. Keelan Cole potentially uh, having a big week against Miami on Thursday. Uh, I'm more looking at Tyler Lockett against Dallas. Um, Tyler because, Lockett against Dallas because they easily feast. Because they are letting Russ cook. I'll be interested to see Kareem Hunt, though. Kareem yeah. Hunt, because Washington has a great front four. And Kareem Hunt, not really the rushing type of guy. Generally more used in the passing game, but we have seen him rush. But so I'll be curious to see, do we see a bunch of passing from Kareem Hunt because they just can't get the run game going because that offensive line still bad. Yeah. And I would say that it's, it's mean, it's good. The good thing for Cleveland is they have two guys with different skill sets and similar skill sets as well. Um, But Nick Chubb, definitely the run first guy. Um, He has been, he's got some increased pass game, but he is the run first guy. Kareem Hunt, Definitely the pass guy, but definitely can run the ball. Oh, yeah. So I would say that it's – I think that Kareem actually is going to benefit from this game, um, especially if it's a, a grudge match because they're going to be passing the ball a lot. And he's got, I could see them flaring him out on a screenplay or – Okay, so apologies. Our recording thing busted and kind of mid-sentence there. Uh, so, yeah, Kareem Hunt good at football. Next matchup is Shelby and Thomas. Um, looking at this one, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with Thomas because I think that Minnes- this is the bounce back week for Minnesota against Tennessee. So I don't think Derrick Henry is gonna is gonna be able to tear it up at all. And I think Zeke is going to have actually a pretty good week against Seattle. Jonathan Taylor is facing the Jets, so he is going to feast. That's what I was about to say. I think I think Jonathan Taylor is the big one here. I, I think 
Zeke's kind. I think Zeke's always going to eat. He's going to get 15 points. Like that's that's a uh, yeah. I mean that's just that's why you draft him. Um, and then um, I mean if Higby gets the same kind of production, I don't know. This is going to be a close matchup because I don't really like uh, Thomas's tight end all that much. Um, I mean Evan Ingram's uh, he is a good tight end. It's just he hasn't had fantasy value lately. So I mean, and then then he's got yeah, tough, 12 points last week. Hey, really? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, depends on if, uh, how well Danny Dimes uh, gets into him because he's, he's kind of one of those guys that's either – he's a hit or miss tight end, um, which that's a lot of tight ends in general. But, that's true. Um, yeah, and I mean, I don't know. There's I don't think there's a ton to say. I mean, if McKinnon performs, then that could be huge. Um, and what really sucks for – for uh, Thomas is that he can't he doesn't have Kittle back this week because I think a lot of people are projecting him to be out again this week. That's who I was missing with him. Gotcha. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I, if I if I have to take one, I'm going to go with Thomas uh, just because I think I like his matchups more. I, it's not just his matchups. I think I like his matchups and his players more. To be totally honest, but we'll see. Uh, and then it is you versus Evan and. He's putting Cam in. He's starting the guy. So we'll see. Yeah, so uh, I'm a Raiders fan for sure. Raiders fan. Why a Raiders fan? Because um, Cam plays for the Patriots, and that's who Cam's playing. That's right. That's right. That's right. So you are planning it. Yeah, so you're a Raiders fan this week. I, You know, you know, this one's a toss-up. You might lose this week, bud. Especially if you end up having to sit Julio, because if Julio is out, hell, man. I've I was telling you off uh, off mic, but I don't know if I would play Julio at all this week. The way that he looked with the hamstring. Well, he's currently sitting on my bench, and that's because of the hamstring. And I, because you know, and that's the thing about certain players. Like I love the fact that players like to grit it out. Um, but if you're gonna grit it out and then do absolutely nothing. In a game, well, see, I man, I think that's the th- that's the disconnect between real life and fantasy. It's like real life having Julio Jones on that field matters. Yes, like whether he's hindered or not, having Julio on that field matters. In fantasy, it does it does absolutely fuck all for you. Yep. Like because <laughs> well, showing because if you showing have, from last week, showing from last week because when you got a number two slash one in Calvin Ridley, yeah, uh, I mean like. You're not hurting. He got a hundred freaking yards yeah. and two touchdowns. Like, I don't know. I mean, we'll see, man. We will see. I don't. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, you know, he's got some good players and he's made some good pickups. So we're gonna see. I hope he doesn't get his first one over me. We'll see, man. It's a toss up. It really is. All right. Anything well, else you gotta add? Well, we're talking about you now. Oh, I thought we already went over mine. I guess we did. That's right. Yeah, I'm rooting for you. All right, thanks. I'm not saying that you're gonna win, but I'm not either. I'm rooting for you. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> I'm not gonna call my shot like that. But I'm only doing that because I'm I'm hurt. What Kevin did to me. <laughs> I'm hurt. Yeah. And yeah. offended. Yeah. All right. Well, any bold predictions for the weekend? No, I'm keeping my mouth shut. Well, it doesn't have to be out about anybody in particular. Uh, bold player. predictions for the weekend. Oh gosh. Who's playing who? Um, 
Minshew scores 30 points. That is indeed a bold prediction. I don't – no, probably not. I'm not – my bold prediction for the week is that uh, Cincinnati upsets Philly. Woo-hoo! That is a bold prediction. That's my bold prediction. I'll bet the money on, on it. Yeah, um, and I – I mean, I was just kind of spitting something out. Um Oh, man. Yeah, I think Houston uh, actually beats uh, Steelers this week. Ooh, that is. That's a spicy pick. Spicy pick. Uh, I think Deshaun finally gets that first dub. All right. Because um, uh, Ben's been playing all right, but I think Deshaun's about to come out. With Man, some- see, now you're giving me fucking anxiety because I don't want <laughs> Ben to have a bad week, you fucking asshole. <laughs> God, get fucked right. All right, that's the show. Have a good week, fuckheads. Good luck.